Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. And over the last couple of days, oh, you read it every day, Rob. Like yesterday I read that story about the West Australian bloke. He was terrified he lost his life savings, whopping 580 grand after he lost after he received two unexpected emails from his bank that the entire amount had been withdrawn and his account closed. That is scary shite, isn't it? Overnight. Yeah. Just to imagine the feeling of emptiness under you when you just went, oh my gosh, that's gone. And then we look at all the big businesses that have been hacked. And then you were saying yesterday. Well, with security threats that pop up on your phone, all these passwords, you know, all these items that I use day to day, like your Netflix and all that sort of stuff, all of those passwords were associated with a security threat. And I was told to change all of them. I did. But then I asked, I asked Moe and um, we were working with Millie on the phones as well earlier in the week. Between the two of those girls, there are more than 400 threats on their phone currently. (laughs) (laughs) Millie's got 281. (laughs) Moe's got 155. Are we at the mercy of banks and big businesses online security? Find out more from my business. We've got Phil uh, Priestess. Hello, Hello, Phil. How are you, mate? Hey, guys. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Mate, are we at the mercy of these banks and big businesses here in Australia of their actual online security? Uh, We are, unfortunately. And um, most of the security actually comes from how they train their people, mostly versus like the actual banks themselves. Because you have no choice. If you want to open a new phone account, change providers or something, say I go, I call up Vodafone and I go, I don't want to be with another company, I want to change. They need your passport or your driver's license. They need a lot of personal information. And you ask them, you say, how are you looking after this? And all they can say to you is that we've got great systems in place. Yeah, exactly right. And unfortunately, Australians lost more than $41 million um, last year to scams. And it's all from data leaks, uh, obviously, from different sources. I'm not saying the banks or or Optisee, but there's lots of data leaks out there. And as you mentioned, um, how many threats on phones, how many emails do you get trying to trick you, SMSs? Try and trick you to, you know, hand over your password to something. It just, it's non-stop during Christmas period, especially. Phil, this bloke from WA, he lost his life savings, a whopping 580000 after he received those unexpected emails from his bank that his entire amount had been withdrawn and his account closed. Mate, would that have been hacked or what would have gone on there? Uh, mate, that's a classic and the easiest way um, to actually trick someone to handing over the bank account details, basically. So it's called a phishing attack. They send a, an, an email over. He, he takes the bait, basically, and, you know, they tell him to change his password because suspicious activities happen on his account. So he logs in, thinks he logs into his bank account, types in his username, types in his password. Instead, it's a fake website acting like his bank, looks like his bank. Um, he's basically handed over his information to cyber criminals. They log in as if it's him. And they start withdrawing money, unfortunately, and it happens to a lot of Australians every single year. Gee whiz. Oh, no. So I've changed my passwords the other day after saying, seeing the security threat, but the key was to not go to the link on the phone that tells you to change it. You go to directly to the website. That's the safe way, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Making sure you go to the right website too because, unfortunately, cyber criminals are now ranking um, are their websites on um, on Google, highly on Google, right next to your bank. Sometimes the best advice I can give everyone is turn on that multi-factor authentication. That's the one that sends you an SMS uh, to confirm it's you because even if they have the login details and they don't have your phone, uh, they won't be able to log into your account with that second uh, protection. 
Phil, if someone has done that, For like sure. the bloke in WA who provided all his details to a scammer, does the bank have any onus to pay him back? Yeah, it's a really good question. One we get all the time here at my business. And unfortunately, is how quick do you realise it's happened? Because obviously bank transactions take a bit of time to move around sometimes, especially really large ones. I've heard a couple, uh, a couple of people actually lose money to property scams. They think they're paying a deposit, but they're not. Someone's gone in between the email between them and the lawyer, for example, and they've tricked them and changed bank accounts. So it depends how fast you act. Uh, the banks can lock money as they're moving, but once it's gone, it's going to be a very, very hard task to try and get that money back, especially if it's a week later, two weeks later. Forget about it sometimes. It must be just gut-wrenching. Yeah. You'd be just shattered. You would be absolutely shattered. You just think all that work, all of that time, all that effort to save that money, and it's just been taken. Yeah, and it happens quite often. Happens quite often. So, two factor authentication. Yeah, I'm going to just go to everything, and it's just your banking you really need to do that for, right? Because if you, you don't need to do it for everything. I would say everything that's available for two factor authentication, turn it on. So, even your social media sites, um, everything that you use that could impersonate YouTube. So, someone can create an account that looks like you or still your Facebook account. For example, they can go to family and ask for your account details or you need help or little things like that. Um, so you have to turn it on everywhere. You don't want your information anywhere available to people to log in and act like you. That's right, because it could be sent from Netflix and, and, and you go through and change it all. They then have your details for the bank and that's when Correct. they do their damage. Exactly right. And most people, let me tell you, most people use the same passwords for multiple different websites, your Netflix to your bank or, you know, to anything else. And unfortunately, that's how we're getting done in Australia. Guilty. All right. (laughs) Phil, great information, mate. Thanks for joining us. Really good information, Phil. It was a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that is Phil Priestess from My Business to the... If you think two-factor authentication is yeah. a pain in the neck, just do rem- remember sure back to it. when you used to have to walk into the bank to do anything. Like yeah. It's all being done on your phone. Just you don't realise how easy. Go the extra step. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.